Thank you so much for inviting me here today, and uh, thank you everybody for welcoming me so warmly. I'm very proud of all of you, and uh, the Kailo is Shmai Heiluch Lefanov. It has a wonderful reputation, and uh, thanks to all of you, and uh, it's, uh, it represents. Uh, you know what we are and what we what defines us, and it uh, it's a very big kiddush shemayim berabim. We're here today to uh, make a siyum on Yavamis. Uh, Yavamis is obviously not an easy masechta, <coughs> but miraculously we were able to uh, to be masayim in yeshiva, even though we weren't learning Yavamis this year. But uh, the dafyemi chabura was uh, very committed. Um, to learning it, and uh, day in and day out they came, and it was very geschmack. And uh, it's a beautiful masechta. A lot of times people get scared off from the very difficult masechtas like uh, Erevin and Yavamis, and I find that those are the, the most geschmack masechtas because it's a little harder, but it's, uh, it's very enjoyable, and it gets... It, it creates a chabura because when you're into something that's a little more difficult, then the reward is that much greater and the sweetness is also uh, that much more intense. There's a Gemara at the end of Yavamis, Kuf Chaf Aleph Amid Aleph, very famous Gemara, but it's worth repeating again and again. And the Gemara says that it's speaking about being able to identify um, dead people in a maim she'ein lam saif, in a water that has no end, and whether or not you could be saimech on, on such an edos or not. Um, so the Gemara says that once upon a time, there was a, um, there was a boat that was going down, and uh, Rabbi Gamliel saw it sink. Pamachas hayisi mahalach besvina. I was going on a, on a svina on a ship, and I saw another boat that was breaking apart. It was capsizing. And I was very upset, very nervous about a Tamil Chacham that I knew was on that boat. The great Rabbi Akiva was found on that boat that was going down. And I was beside myself, says Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Gamliel. When I came up to dry land, all of a sudden I was uh, sitting, I was uh, in a dentaira of some sort, and Rabbi Akiva comes himself, he's alive. Even though I thought for sure he was dead, he was, going, he was on a boat, the boat was going down, and all of a sudden Rabbi Akiva comes and starts being done before me ba'alochah. Amarti loy benis. I said to Rabbi Akiva, my son, me helucha. Who is the one that brought you up? Who saved you? How were you able to survive? Amar li. So he said to me, daf shel svinan is daminli. A board of a of the boat came to me. The chalgal vegal sheba alai in every single wave that was threatening me, that was coming upon me, I bobbed my head down, and the wave, Rashi says, was able to like pass over me, and 
And the Gemara says uh, a Maser Haskell from this, that if uh, Rishon come against the person, don't start up with them, but just like go with the waves, just bob up and down, don't let, let it pass. This is a famous Gemara because the great Reb Meir Shapiro of Lublin, who, who started the Dafyaimi, in fact, just for the covet of the CM, I brought something uh, that you might be interested in. This is obviously not an original, but it's, uh, this is a, I think it's pretty much this size. This is a, uh, like a poster that was published at the time of Meir Shapiro, and he was, it was signed, Tafresh Tzadi Aleph, Nida Mem Zayin. So it was at the end of, as, as they were making, I believe it was the first Siyam Ashas. So he was giving Chizuk, Rameir Shapiro, and he signed his name on it. And, um, and on it, basically, he speaks about the great Siyam uh, Ashas that's going to take place on the 15th day of Shvat. And uh, it's going to be an international event, and how thousands and tens of thousands of people will be gathering, and they're going to start Shas all over again. And then he ends, and this is what I love about this particular letter, he says, I gave you, I entrusted with Kla Yisrael two precious stones, two precious diamonds. And protect them like the pupil of your eye. And what he was referring to, of course, was the two precious Jewels that he bequeathed to Klal Yisrael, which is Dafyaimi and the Yeshivas Chachmi Lublin. Those were his two great contributions. Of course, he did a lot more than that. He was, uh, he was one of the G'dayli Yisrael, and he wrote Svarim, and he was a Paisik, and he, uh, he was actually a member of the Polish uh, SEM, I think it's S-E-J-M, I don't know exactly how to pronounce it, but it's sort of like the Polish Parliament. He was a very brilliant orator, and he didn't want to do that, but the, his Rebbe, the Charkova Rebbe, insisted that he and the Agoda wanted him to represent them. So imagine if you have somebody that, you know, is like a, if Rabbi Shmuel Kamenetsky was also a, a senator. It's a funny thing to, to imagine, right? But, you know, maybe if Ryan Waxman would maybe be a, a closer, uh, but that, that so Mayor Shapiro was a, a brilliant, brilliant in every which way. And when he made a, a speech, when he would often make speeches about Dafyaimi, he would very often quote this Gemara. Because what he was saying was, instead of the Dafshel Sfina, meaning simply a board of the ship, one of the, the broken off shards, one of the broken planks of the ship, he, he took a play on words, and the Daf is the Daf, the, the pages of Shas is obviously called a Daf. And what was able, Mihal Lucha, what enabled a Yid to survive in this treacherous Golos? And he says that Daf Shal Sfinan is Daminli, that there was a, the Daf of the boat, meaning the Daf Yaimi of Klai Yisrael came to me, Vichalgal Vigal Shabalain, every single wave that threatened me came crashing upon me, and that, that I was afraid would really do me in. Nanesi Lairashi, I would bob my head, meaning that Dafyaimi is really something that saved Klal Yisrael in many different ways. Um, and its popularity grows with every single Siam. There's like maybe double, maybe triple the amount of people this time around than, than, than the last time around. And I remember when I was a little kid growing up, and I didn't live in the 1800s, 
Um, you know, very few people were doing Dafyami. I don't remember anyone really doing Dafyami in where I grew up. I didn't. I grew up right over the over the bridge over here in Long Beach, but um, I don't think it was very popular. It was like you know, there was the first CMHS that I went to was in uh, the Felt Forum in uh, in uh, it's like a little theater off of Madison Square Garden. And it was full, I guess, but it was like, you know, very schwach. There was very few people that I knew that, if anyone, that did that. I mean, and then it just sort of took off. But before the war, it was quite popular. And, uh, and this was the thing that enabled Klai Yisrael to survive. Today, if Klai Yisrael is learned, if they're, I'm not talking about Yeshiva Bach, I'm talking about Balabatim and people that are not Zeichet to every day be in a full day Yeshiva, but they cling on to the staff. This is what they have. And they're able to be mistabek with, with nitzchias through the daf. When I was a kid, maybe learned people, I remember there was a chavrusa shaf in the attic of the shul that would learn mishnayis every day, a couple of mishnayis. Nobody was learning gemara. I think the rabbi always had like once a week a Talmud class. It was like a novelty that you were learning gemara. Today, it's, you know, a balabas that doesn't learn daf yemi is like, uh, it's like embarrassing almost. It's, it became such a thing to do Baruch Hashem, that, uh, but this is the, this is the daf echad shel svina that Klal Yisrael holds on to, and it gets us through life, whether you're going to, through good times or bad times, whether you're in, uh, you know, in a, in a, in a time of Melchama, Rachman, Alatzan, in a time of Aisha, in a time of Aini, in a time of, uh, 9-11, the daf existed, and, uh, you know, whatever happened to Klai, whether Hurricane Sandy or Hurricane, whatever, people are doing the daf every single day, day in and day out. There's no getting around it. And it's not that it's a chore. It's something that you want to do. It's the one stable thing that you have in your daily life that you're able to cling on to. And, and regardless of where you are, I was, in, I was in Florida last week, and that's why we didn't do it, uh, we, we didn't do it in person uh, the last few blocks, but the rabbi wasn't there in the young Israel Bell Harbor, gorgeous big shul, and, and he asked me to fill in, so I filled in. So it was like, it was seamless. You know, you just sit in the chair, and you start giving a shear, and it's like you're, you're, you're touching, you know, thousands of people around the world by giving a daf wherever you are. And that was really the vision of Mayor Shapiro. He dreamed, and he spoke about this, how he dreamt about a person who was from, uh, I think, in Switzerland, and he was on a, on a boat, and he would bump into a yid from New York, and they would talk for a few minutes, and they would learn together the daf when they realized that they were both learning the daf, and they were all on the same exact page of Gemara. And that's the daf echad shel sfina that was nizdamin light. And this is what we have also. I mean, you know, it's, I, I think that it's, uh, it's a chiddish what we have in yeshiva, that we have a daf yami. I don't know of many yeshivas in the world. We might be the only one, for all I know, you know, at least going back, we've been doing this in yeshiva for maybe 16, 17 years. I don't think anyone was doing it. Now maybe, you know, I'm sure there are, but, you know, at the time it was very unusual. It's interesting. I found this is a, this is a sefer that comes out by every CMHS for the past three. I have three of them on my shelf. It's called Hameir La'aylam, and obviously Hameir is a play on Rameir Shapiro. But in the back, they have Shlikov Taira from different Magideh Shir, whoever wanted to put in. And in the back, they have like a little biography about Rameir Shapiro, and one of the things they have is they have a Seder Hayyayim in the Yeshivas Yachel, in the Yeshivas Chachmi Lublin. Um, and, incl- and so it goes, you wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, of course. Uh, 7.30 is Tefillah B'Tzibor, 8.45 is a Shir in Rif. There's breakfast from 9.15. 10 o'clock is when the Shirim start. 
uh, 11.45, there was a shir in Mikvais on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and then Zvachim, Gemara, and Taisa. You have to know, understand, to get into, into, uh, into Yishuv's Chachamun, you have to know 200 black Gemara Balpeh, Gemara Ashi Taisus, to get in. And I think my friend's father, Hirschsprung from Montreal, was the Beichin. So you can imagine what he knew. You know, it's like the joke about the guy that goes into a pet store and there were, he wanted to buy a parrot. So he says, how much is that parrot? He says, uh, that parrot is, uh, it's uh, $200. $200 for a parrot? What, what is it? You know, what, he says, it knows Chumash Balpeh. Tans Chumash, it knows. Wow, it's very impressive. What about that parrot? He says, that parrot is $500. He says, $500? Yeah, he knows Shas Balpeh. He just, uh, he's starting him off in any Masechtals. He says, and that bird? He says, that's $10,000. He says, what does he know already? This one knows Chumash. He said, we don't know, sir, but the other two call him Rebbe. <laughs> so that's like, you know, if you can imagine what Rev Hirschsprung knew, if, if he's the Beichen for the, the guys that are doing 200 block Amara, you can imagine what he knew. Anyway, but if you skip down at 4.30 every day in Shivas Chachmi there was a Shir Daf Yemi. He had, he had the first, I can't claim to be the first yeshiva that has, uh, that, that has uh, instituted in the, in the daily Seder Ayayim Daf because Rameer Shapiro felt that it was so important that he actually combined his two Margolias into one, into one seamless entity in, in Yeshiva Schach Min Lublin. And I just wanted to be, to be Ayman on one Yisait on this Gemara, just if you think about it, if the ship of, that was broken apart and the daf echad shenizdaminli was the daf that broke apart from the ship. So I think if we take a step back before the ship broke apart, it's safe to say that the ship was made out of, the ship itself was made out of many, many dafim. And that's really what a yeshiva is. Rav Hutner famously said that there were two binyanim in the Torah. You find two structures in the Torah. There is the Teva of Nayach, and then there's the Mishkan. And he says that both of them represent yeshivas. But it's diff- yeshivas in different kufas. The Mishkan is a yeshiva when the world is perfect. If you're, let's say, you know, when everything is ala tayrav, ala veda, a Mishkan is a place that you go to climb a little higher. But you could really stay around the Mishkan also, but... It's not a place of, of, of turbulence. It's a good world. It's a nice world when you have a mishkan. And sometimes in the history of Klai Yisrael, the yeshiva you had, the houses were perfect. Everything was fine. You know, you didn't need, uh, there was no uh, technology. There were no devices in the house. There's no need to get away from the home to go to yeshiva. The homes are fine. But you wanted to go to yeshiva to steig a little more. And then yeshiva also could be a teva. And the teva is more like in our times, he said, that there is so much decadence in the world, there's so much tumma out there, as we know, and you need a place to escape. And the place that you escape to is, is, is the yeshiva, is the base medrash. It's the only place in the world that's really safe. Where else are you going to go? I had an uncle, Oliver Shalom, he was nifter during COVID, and he used to say, he was a rabbi in a shul, pulpit rabbi, from, from many decades. And he used to tell me, he says, you know, you see on the, on the, um, on the doors of the base medrash, in the shuls, they have uh, exit signs. He says, that's for code. That's, you need that for fire codes. 
He says, but the emiss is that the, the exit sign should be on the outside of the doors. It's for people on the outside that need an exit from the world. They know to come in. It's not the emergency as in, in the base measure, we have to know how to get out. It's that there's an emergency in the world, you want to come in. And the place to come in is the teva. The teva, when there's a mabel in the world, and there's chamas, and there's gazel, and there's all types of andrelamusia in the world, then you, the place you need to be is inside of the teva. The teva represents the yeshiva today. And I think the daf of the sfina, the daf of the teva, is Tarashabal Pet. So many times, you know, maybe we've asked it to ourselves, but many guys have come over to me over the years and said, listen, Rebbe, I don't really enjoy learning Gemara. I don't enjoy it. It's like, it's tedious, it's hard, I don't get it, I don't understand the, the rhythm of Gemara. Why can't, the, why can't we have, like, a choice? Like, you check a box, I want to learn Gemara, learn Gemara. If I want to learn Navi, the whole first Seder, and then maybe Mishnah Burr and second Seder, and, you know, Kitzur Shulchan Aruch and Night Seder, let me do that. Like, I'll be a Tamil, you know, I'll be able to be learned that way. And I'll actually get something from and I'll enjoy what I'm doing. Why is it that yeshiva, you have to go to shir and you have to uh, learn Gemara? I don't enjoy learning Gemara. It's a fair, fair comment. And it's a good question. I mean, you know, the yeshivish answer is that, you know, this is how yeshivas were always from time immemorial. This is how yeshivas were shtelnevek. They were established with learning as learning Tarshaval Pez, the main centerpiece. And you know, and that's the way we do it. You know, it's, uh, you know, blindly. But I think this Pachid really, and this Gemara, maybe gives us a little bit of an insight that a boat, the Teva, is comprised, the very walls of the Teva are comprised of the Dafim. Not Lab Dafka Daf Any Dafim that you're learning is really what is a Yeshiva. Why is a Yeshiva that? Because... Because Tereshav Alpeh is really what separates us from the world around us. If you go into any hotel room in the world, generally speaking, you'll, you'll pull out, open a dresser drawer, at least in the olden days, and there's a holy Bible in there. Now, obviously, they don't know what it means, and half of it you have to throw out. But, um, but Gayim have, to a certain degree, the Tereshav Alpeh. They have, they have access to it. Tereshav Alpeh is something that separates a Yid from a guy. It's something that even after arts girl and after all that, it's still something that a, a guy would never, I know you're going to tell me in Korea it's very popular, I, I know all the tire, but a, reg, a normal regular guy would not go and, and start sitting down and trying to struggle over Gemara. Just something that they wouldn't do. But a Yid, that's what makes us unique. What makes us unique is not that we know Chumash, unless you're learning it with the Mepharshim. It's not that we know, you know, Nach and whatever, because that, that you don't have to be Jewish for. But to be a real Yid and to be really Isaac and Taira in, in the way that it was designed with the Amelos and the Aravanya, that's only Taira Shema Peh. In fact, if you look in the Medrash Tanchuma, Medrash Tanchuma in Parshas Nayach has a long, long arichas about Taira Shema Peh. And everybody asks, like, what, what is... Why Tafkin Parshas Nayach? There must be a better. Put it by Kabbalah Satira. Put it by somewhere else deeper. And I think that the simple answer might be that Nayach's Teva is actually Tereshaval Peh. That is what it is. A Teva, by definition, is comprised of the Dafim. And the more that we could be surrounded before it breaks apart the ship, 
the ship breaking apart is maybe what Dafyemi is, because then it's already at a time that I left yeshiva, things aren't, so I, have to, I have to hop something. But in yeshiva itself, we surround ourselves by dafim of Gemara. You have, you have an eon, then you have Bekias, and you have Chazara, and there's so much to do with Tayr Shabbat The whole day is really primarily Tayr Shabbat because that's what a yeshiva is. I want to thank the, uh, those precious Talmidim that joined the DAF and that either they're, they're Talmidim that were in the DAF and for whatever reason life came and they weren't able to continue, but they're still with us as a Chabura. And then there are people that every day, day in and day out, and some of them are here, some of them are not here, but they came to the DAF, Yavamis, and we started, you know, in the middle of the year and it was... It was difficult, and it was, uh, but it was geshmak, and on Shabbos, and on Yantiv, on Shavuos night, and day in and day out, Baruch Hashem, it's a very, it's a tremendous accomplishment that we were able in our yeshiva to hold on to the daf and to have that as our steady uh, account, uh, accompaniment throughout the day, no matter what happened, whether it was a day that we were able to learn shtark, or maybe it was a day in finals, or something happened that day, or it was an Arab Shabbos, or it was a, and we weren't able to, but we had the ability, Baruch Hashem, to hold on to the daf, and not just any daf, the daf of Yuvamis, where this Gemara appears, and this is maybe because Yuvamis is itself the greatest of the Masechtas that you want to hold on to. Um, I want to thank again uh, Rav Chanoch and Rav Dotan for hosting this beautiful gala, um, Siyam, and... Uh, this chus should be made for them and for everybody here that's uh, participating. The famous uh, Vard of the Gra. The Gra says that whoever, there's a chazal he has from somewhere, that every participant at a siyum is ki'ilu, he was messiahim. So even if you didn't go through Yavamas, you, are, you can officially get a diploma as if you went through Yavamas. Zok Gra, how do you know this? Where is this from? So he says that the word siyum, the letters of the word siyum itself indicate this because every, every letter in the Aleph base has a nigla component to it and a nister component. So the samach, the word samach is, the only thing you see is the ice of the samach. But really, it, if it would be spelled out, it would be samach mem chaf. Right? And yud would be yud vav dalid. And vav would be vav vav. And mem would be mem mem, but we only have the first letter, but there's nigla and there's a nister. So he says, in the word siyam, the nigla equals the nister. The samach is 60, and the mem chaf is also 40 plus 20 is 60. Yud is 10, and vav is 6, and dalit is 4. That's also 10, and vav is vav vav, and um, mem is uh, mem mem. There's a, another great vart from the guy, and you'll, you'll forgive me for... This is the best, it's Kedai for, for... This is Kedai. There's a, a Medrash Plia, in line with what we're saying here, that Medrash Plia says that a Pasuk in Kaheles, Kemayim Panim Lepanim, Kain Leva Adam Adam. that just like water, if you look into, you know, water, you see a reflection, Kemayim Panim Lepanim, you see a reflection, your face appears to you in water... Cain lave Adam Eladim. That's how it is with people. There's an inter, there's a reciprocity. If I feel that I like you, you're gonna like me. 
If I don't like you, chances are you don't like me. There's a, there's a reflection in terms of relationships. So the Medrash Plia says, why does it say Kemayim Panim Lepanim and not Kiyayim Panim Lepanim? So, you know, I guess wine, you know, Havdalah, Svaradim, they look in. There's, it's much more of a, of a reflection in Mayim than it is with a, in Yayim than Mayim. So the, so the Medrash says, Mipnei, I just want to make sure I don't mess this up. Um, yeah. Vav Yisera. Because there's an extra Vav. Anyone want to figure that out? Now that you... Now that I gave you a little bit of a background? Chanoch is getting it. <laughs> what? Two Vavs? The Vav in Nun. In Yayin. Very good. So, Mayim is a perfect reflection. Mem is Mem, Yud is Vav, Dalad, Mem is Mem. So the Nigla and the Nistar reflect each other perfectly. When it comes to Yayin, so the Yud is Vav, Dalad, Yud is Vav, Dalad, but Nun is Nun, Vav, Nun. So there's an extra Vav. That breaks apart the whole reflective nature of the word. So the guy, you need the guy to come along in the, in the, you know, in the 1700s and be mechadish that, uh, you know, that's the pshat in this medrash pliya. Until then, probably nobody knew in the world what was going. I mean, I guess you know, Rishayim did, but, but um, anyway. So the guy says that the word siyum shows this yisai that the nigla and the nista are equal. The people that are actually making the siyum on yavamis and the people that are eating sushi are also, but didn't learn a word of Yavamas, they're, they're all equal. And I always wonder, like, it's not fair. So, lo fair. Like, how, how is that possible? That, like, I had to schwitz every morning, 7 o'clock, or 7.07, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, in the daf, you know, and, uh, you know, preparing and giving and whatever, you know, and, and every day another. And, the, and, then, and then you guys, you just came to the Siam, you're eating well, Baruch Hashem, but you didn't do anything. Like, why is it fair? So my vart is that, that the truth is that you guys did do a lot. Because there's no such thing as somebody doing something alone. The fact that we're yeshiva together, so that means that, you know, if I'm doing it, I know that there's going to be a chevra, so I owe the guys that came to this year. I also owe the guys that weren't in this year. Maybe one guy filled up the, the urn in the morning, so there's hot coffee for the guys. And then one person may have flipped the lights and gave us electricity. And one guy uh, put away the svarim, so it was neater, and cleaned up the chairs. And, you know, and people are sweeping the floors. And, 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 and the fact that there's an ilum there, that gives a little more covered prestige to the fact that, you know, we're doing it. And it gives us a little gaiva that we're, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're doing the daf and you guys aren't. So, um, you know, there, all of those things are, are, are reasons that, you know, and it's just at the seam alone, like, you know, people went and, you know, arranged this and got the sushi and got the ice cream and got the, you know, that, there is, so, there, nothing happens in a vacuum. And, and so the nigla does equal the nister, and the nister does equal, it's rightfully yours. You, you are rightfully, by participating in the seam, you're, 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 you're a full partner with us because, you know, you did contribute whether or not you realize it or not. And so this is our svina, yeshiva is our svina, and, and hopefully the svina will always have very smooth sailing. 
but even when things are sometimes rough and sometimes uh, very choppy seas, and we've gone through those periods in our life also, publicly, privately, individually, we've all had those days that it was very, very hard to, to deal with things. And, you know, the last thing in the world that we want to do is wake up early in the morning and do the daf. But we did it, and, uh, and Baruch Hashem, the Ebishter was good to us, and he should continue to give us the, the bracha and the fortitude and the kayach to continue. I'd like to also, uh, once we're giving our karasatayvs, I want to thank my wife, um, who is not here, but hopefully she'll hear this. And um, because she really, you know, for 16 years to, you know, to be an almana chaya every single morning and not to have, now Baruch Hashem, the kids are, you know, for the most part, older, but like when they're little kids and you have to get them dressed and you got to change them and you got to, you know, get them on the bus and pack lunch or whatever, the last thing in the world you want is your husband running out. The first thing I want is to get out, but the last thing that, as a wife, you know, you want is, uh, you know, is to, is to be doing that alone. And she gave me, you know, the rishus, but it wasn't a rishus, like, of course, like, it was, it was, it was a struggle. There wasn't a pashrith, there wasn't a layup, of course you go do the da, like, why, are you getting paid for it? No, are you, uh, you know, are you getting any particular, you know, I just, I feel you should have a daf. All right, if you feel it's important, then, and then absolutely do it, and she's behind it. But it wasn't like a, a gimme, and, I, and the day that I take it for granted is the day that I, you know, I, I you know, I lose all credibility. So, um, so we have to thank her for, for enabling me to do it and for giving chizuk. And, uh, yeah, and the guys are unbelievable and, um, you know, that, that they were able, it's much easier to give a daf than, than to come to a daf, but Vavarach Hashem uh, to come to this, uh, this precious moment that we're able to make a seum together. We're just going to end the last line, and this is a line that is, uh, it's, it's a memra of Rebbe Lazar, of Rebbe Chanino, which we all know about. It's a line which also is Messiahim, three other Mesechtes, Banayach, because it's going to say the word Banayach, but it's Brachas ends this way, Nida ends this way, the last Mesechta in Shas Bavli, Yevamis, and Krisus. All end, Banayach ends with this. Tamid Chachamim Marbim Shalom Ba'ilam. Tamid Chachamim are Marba, they increase the amount of peace in the world. Shenemar Vachal Banayach, Limude Hashem Rav Shalom Banayach. That um, the more Tamid Chachamat there are, the more peace there is in the world. As the Pasuk says, all the children are Hashem, they're all learned, the Rav Shalom Banayach, and um, and there is much peace amongst them because Hamidachamim bring peace. I once heard a beautiful pshat in this uh, we spoke about this once, the Chasim Seifer. Yeah, so the, I don't know where I, I saw in Rabbi Olbaum Sefer once, but uh, I don't know, I never saw it actually inside in the Chasim Seifer, but he says the following, but what does this mean? How are Tamidachamim Marbim Shalom Ba'ilam? How do we make peace in the world? Are we, are we UN peacekeepers? Are we going to Bosnia and uh, Ukraine now and trying to broker deals? How do we make peace in the world? So the Chasim Sefer says that there's a, every Rosh Hashanah is Gepaskin in the world, how much shalom there's going to be, how much machlekes there's going to be, how many wars Rachman and Litzan are going to be, and how many you know, bullets are going to be flying, how many people are going to be killed. There's a certain amount of units of Milchama in the world. There's units, whatever it is, the amount of units is Gepask in Rosh Hashanah, there should be, I don't know, let's call it 100 units of Muhammad this, this year in Tavshin uh, Pei Beis. And those have to be filled. The Rabbi Shalom Paskin, that, you know, there has to be this much. 
when two Tamil Chachamim, when Chavrusa Shafs are sitting and you're fighting out the Melchamta Shalter, you're having a battle in Tyra, that itself, believe it or not, that little squirmish that you're having here in the base matters, and you think it's like Tzvarm Shalmabekach, you're actually taking away Melchama in the world. That counts as units of Melchama. So instead of Rahman al-Sam there being a you know, tremendous war breaking out in the world, and we, we, there is war in this world, it's crazy what's going on in Ukraine and Russia, and now Iran is jumping. You don't, you don't know, Pashat, where these things could, you know, these are how world wars start. And, and it's an ace tzara liyakav, because Klai Yisrael is always in the middle of everything. Um, and we're misbalal, and we have to misbalal that, you know, that there's going to be shalom in the world. But what do we do to make peace? How do you, you know, so we tried to make this uh, appeal, and we Hashem, raised a lot of money this year for the Yidden in Ukraine. But more directly, the greatest contribution to the war effort that we could do is by sitting and learning Daira. And by screaming at our chavrusa and saying, you don't know what you're talking about, that's not the pshat and taisis, that it is the pshat and the back and forth, that mochama is counted as, so maybe instead of it breaking into world war, maybe we're mitigating that by having our own little world war in the base medrash. That's how Tamid Chachamim are marbim shalom ba'ilam, because the more that we learn, the more that we're Isaac in our own battle of Taira, the more that the world at large is spared of all the travails of Muhammad. With that, we will begin the Hadron.